Welcome to episode two of the Thought Grenade podcast. My name is Colin. And I'm Tyler. And today we are going to be discussing our personalities. Um, we took the Myers-Briggs personality quiz. So we're going to go over the results of that. Um, and that's going to kind of lead us down the rabbit hole into what we're going to talk about later as well. Correct. And uh, just to add that, neither of us know what the other person got. Mm, so yes, I, I think important. it'll be interesting. And I think we should try and also guess what uh, personality trait we think the other person got. Mm. But before we get into that, mm. we just want to thank everybody who listened to the first episode and for the support we've been getting. Yes. The, uh, Way more. Than yeah. We as of recording this, the first episode had. 20 plays which doesn't seem like a lot but in my perspective it's so 10 times as many as i thought we would get literally <laughs> yep one i was thought you it would just be us yeah <laughs> yep so thank you very much for that yeah we uh, appreciate it and then i also just want to add real quick here that we are going to be take we can take voice messages now through the anchor app mm -hmm. um you can also email us if you'd like to get in contact or have a message or your opinion or anything for the show feel free to contact us for that mm -hmm. so i mean yeah even on the, the our facebook page you can message the facebook page yep. um, topic ideas anything like that so yeah facebook uh that voice message email there, there's plenty of ways to get a hold of us twitter as well mm -hmm. um so yeah feel free to reach out to us yes sir so where, how do you want to start this where do you want to start <clears throat> let's start with how this kind of came up so okay. that's a good that's yeah, a good idea <laughs> so you had mentioned something about a how you went to an event and mm -hmm. you felt drained afterward um mm -hmm. saying that your your social battery or uh how it felt drained and you had heard the term but you never really thought anything of it mm -hmm. um and the reason i bring that up is people say introverts have a social battery uh right. An introvert versus extrovert is the first result on this Myers-Briggs test, so I thought it'd be interesting, and uh, you had never taken it. I had in the past, but not really uh, remembered it. Mm -hmm. um, we This is actually used in multiple – like people use this for many things. Some jobs take have their prospects take this test to see where they would fit best in their company. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if you were aware of that or not. No, I'm not. No. All right. So uh, would you like to go ahead and, and get into uh, what we got for our results? Yeah. Do you want to – do you want to break it down? Obviously, at the very top of the page, it's your personality type is blank. Do you want to start there and then work your way down? I think we should each or guess. Or do you want to end there? I think we should guess what the other person got. For the personality type? Correct. All right, let me pull up the page quick. You're gonna, you're gonna hear my clickety clackety. Hang on. <laughs> and going off this page, um, the personality types what... page here, we can. Uh, each one has like a little synopsis. And anyone who's interested in taking this, we used uh, 16personalities.com. So I will mm. link that in the episode description for if you would like to take it and. Maybe even take it and then come back and view your results as we do as well. 
Okay. I'm I'm going over all the things right now for for a guess on you. Yep. Um I have a I mean, I'm going to go ahead and guess that under the questions you were an introvert. Um yes. so so in that I can stick right to the left side of the page as it has the introverts and the extroverts split. Right. Good luck. I know it's it's not that easy. It's no, so if you have a guess, uh go ahead and give it. I'm still I I formulating mine. I kind of do. I I would guess um I feel like our results wouldn't be that different. So I'm gonna guess one I mean this is, that doesn't have anything to do with what I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess maybe an adventurer. Mm -hmm. okay. Or or a mediator, adventurer or mediator. So a diplomat or an explorer or explorer. You are so I'm not an adventurer and okay. I'm not I'm not in the explorer tab. Okay. I'm also not a mediator, but you were in the correct uh, area with diplomats. I got advocate. Okay. Which gotcha. is. From what uh, when I did accidentally kind of skip my percentages, it did say that this was one of the rarest personality types that you can get. Yep, Leave which in. is kind of cool. Um, and, uh... so I guess I'm gonna go with mediator as well. Yep. You saying yep because I was right? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm just. I'm. Just, did you have any other guesses? Um, you know, I'll throw it. I'll throw out the. Uh, let's see. This is my test of pronouncing things today. <laughs> <laughs> a logistician? Did I say that right? Is that how you say that? That looks right. Um, that Those is incorrect guess. as well, though. Shit. So you had said that you're an advocate. Yes, I am. I am also an advocate. That's fucking dope. Yeah. So. so yeah, so right. you were right wait, in that. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on, pause. Can I pause quick? I'm yeah, sorry. I don't want ahead. to interrupt you too much. The first episode, we somehow got through it without swearing. I don't know if you realize that, but we did. Yeah, I said ass one time. I just <laughs> dropped two swear words in about 10 seconds. Did you? I didn't even hear it, honestly. I did. I said uh, shit, and then I said fuck. So, oh, okay. That's fine. Um, <laughs> disclaimer, we are not... Uh, always pg there may be some sexual innuendos there may be some jokes that i'd say it's pg-13 though we're not gonna go PG -13, AWOL. yeah we're not gonna like go too far over the wall but correct the first episode was pretty really tame actually for how we normally talk to each other so that's true might be like that sometimes it's also not in the rage might... of video games though yeah that's very that's true <laughs> so all right so all right. we both got the advocate type so honestly we can make this episode not as long, honestly, so we can talk about other things. But uh, yeah, that's way less interesting because we have the general stuff. It's not less interesting. It's just, I mean, yeah, it's it almost is. more interesting that we got similar results. Um, yeah. So I looked into obviously I was an advocate. So looking at my results, and it said that I believe they make up less than one percent of the population. Hmm. In uh, so you had said that it's a small amount of people. That's what I saw as well. Yeah. Um, so going into this though, we can go ahead and look at our. So my code is INFJ-A. 
Ooh, so that's cool. Mine's INFJ, but dash T. Okay, so that's actually something you had mentioned before the episode is you were you were interested in seeing what the difference there was. Mm-hmm. Um, the role is diplomat. Right. And the strategy is confident individualism. I don't know where you're seeing that, but I'm proud of you for knowing <laughs> that. Whatever. Well, I still have my percentages pulled up on my phone. Okay, yeah. So we can go into the percentages now, though, if you'd like. Um, I do. I want, the first I one being mind. The trait determines how we interact with our environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to go ahead and, and give your your stat there. So I'm 92% introverted, which is out of 100. So Whoa. the other 8% is extroverted. Uh-huh. Um, that's uh, that's more than I be, thought, honestly. Might be a little low. <laughs> so mine is sixty three percent introverted, and thirty seven extroverted. Mm. Uh, energy. This trait shows where we direct our mental energy. Mm. I had seventy three percent intuitive, and twenty seven percent observant. Hmm. I'm at sixty two percent intuitive and thirty eight percent observant. Got which it. is cool. Um, the next one is nature. This trait determines how we make decisions and cope with emotions. Um, and I'm 61% feeling and 39% thinking, which is interesting. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have picked those numbers before I took this test. Yeah, there's some things that I wasn't that sure of. Like the like going back to the energy one quick. Um, I would have, I thought I would be more observant than intuitive, but obviously I would assume that these questions that they they have ways of figuring out mm-hmm. more than i would just assume of myself uh right. we're pretty close in nature though i had 65 percent feeling and 35 percent thinking which again i would also in my own mind i would say yeah. it'd be more thinking but yeah i feel like i think way more than yeah, i feel i agree um next is tactics this trait reflects our approach to work planning and decision making mine was 53 percent judging and 47 percent prospecting Really? <laughs> yeah, fifty-three percent judging and forty-seven percent. So I actually had something on my phone go wrong as well, so I had to retake the test. And mm. that percentage is so close. There was one time where I did not get the advocate. I got the um, what, what was the other one there? The mediator. The mediator. So, Poetic, and then kind and altruistic. That's yes. not you. That ain't you. <laughs> Uh, and then identity, this trait underpins all others, showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions. So this is a this is actually different for us. Yes, this is the one that's different. Yep. And then I was sixty three percent assertive and tw- and thirty seven percent turbulent. Um, I am seventy two percent turbulent and twenty eight percent assertive. Hmm. Which that is a number that I definitely would have picked beforehand. Yeah, I would have actually went higher on. Uh, turbulent and so lower on assertive gotcha that's crazy so um going over that just because that was different for us the assertive aspect is uh are their self assertive individuals are self-assured even tempered and resistant to stress they don't worry too much but this is different from apathy they aim for goals and want successful results but they typically won't let nervousness color the path of their accomplishments so that's a quick synopsis there. And then turbulent would be power of stress activate. Turbulent individuals are success-driven perfectionists. 
perfectionistic and eager to improve. They are always trying to counterbalance their self-doubts by achieving more. Just as they push themselves to become better, they're as likely to push their projects or efforts in the same direction. So that would be the difference between you and I, I assume. Yeah. Which I don't disagree with. I'm I'm pretty calm under stressful situations. So I've never been under too many like super stressful situations. I feel like you don't to bring it out. And that has me. to kind of do even with you as a person is that you don't bring that upon yourself. I try not to. I yeah. don't want to do that. Um Martin Luther King and Nelson Mandela are also advocates, in as, case you're curious. As well as Mother Teresa. So hmm. and Lady Gaga. Great. There's quite a few here, honestly. Um Morgan <clears throat> Freeman. That's a pretty good oh, one. I am Morgan Freeman. <laughs> John Snow. So the 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 Game of Thrones character? Yeah. You knew nothing, John Snow. <laughs> Alright, so getting into uh some some traits that a advocate would have yeah oh yeah so here's where where i saw that the advocate personality type is very rare making up less mm. than one percent of the population but they nonetheless leave their mark on the world advocates have an inborn sense of idealism and morality but what sets them apart is that they are not idle dreamers these individuals are capable of taking concrete steps to realize their goals and and make a lasting positive impact it still doesn't sound like us. I know, right? It, like, I mean, it does and it doesn't. Like, I'm no yeah. Nelson Mandela, honestly. Right. As much as I would like to be. <laughs> like, have an inborn sense of idealism and morality. I mean, I'd, I'd like to think of myself as a pretty... I think that means we're naturally good people. Yeah, like... A morally good person I, I would i would say so but like leaving a, a lasting positive impact or taking concrete steps to realize their goals could not be me yeah i don't even know what my goals are brother neither do <laughs> i <laughs> i don't even have a goal to take step towards calm calm down i feel like i i mean i do things and have like a general idea but I don't have specific goals mm-hmm like like even doing this podcast, like it's something I want to do, and yeah, the I mean the goal. There's really no goal, almost in a way. The goal is to do a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> but that like in a way is almost <laughs> relaxing because I don't have all this pressure to do certain things like or push it. It's just then the growth will come naturally. I'm going to assume. I mean, episode one did way better than we thought, so that's mm. great. I don't even want to read the next paragraph because that one makes it sound even worse. Talk about charity work. Yeah, they can be often be found in rescue efforts and doing charity work. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm trying to skim through and so, so like this one's next. Help me help you. Mm-hmm. My words didn't come out correct there. Just skip over that. That's fine. Don't don't pay attention. <laughs> Advocates indeed share a unique combination of traits, though soft spoken. They have very strong opinions and will fight tirelessly for an idea they believe in. They are decisive and strong-willed, but will rarely use that energy for personal gain. 
that one sounds a little more like me. Yeah, that doesn't I sound can, too bad. I can relate to that. Those soft-spoken, they have very strong opinions and will fight tired. Yeah, I think that's pretty that, true. That's literally me. We definitely, I, <laughs> I think we both have strong opinions, and they vary between us, obviously, but... All right, then we can go down. Egalitarianism? Is that, a, is that how you say that? Yeah. What's that mean? What's that? Let me, hang on. Hold on, I got it. Search Google. The doctrine that all people are equal and deserve equal rights oh, and opportunities. For sure. That's me. True. Karma are very that. attractive ideas to advocate personalities. Yeah. Miss me with that. I'm better than you are bullshit, dude. Get out of here with that. We're all the same. True. We're all we're all humans. <clears throat> um, I'm gonna go to strengths and weaknesses now. I'm gonna keep scrolling through this. That's fine. You, you do that. So I'm just gonna give a it's got like bullet points here for advocate strengths. <laughs> Creative, insightful, <laughs> inspiring and convincing, decisive. Determined and passionate, altruistic. So I'm going through this list. I'd say I'm pretty creative. I'm somewhat insightful. Um, I'm pretty inspiring. I'm not inspiring necessarily, but I'm pretty convincing. <laughs> yeah, I, I can convince you that I'm inspiring. Exactly. Because <laughs> it says Don't... speaking in human terms, not technical. Which, I mean, I do that a lot with work, so. Decisive, eh, 50-50 no. on that one. Yeah, no. Which is funny because it's 50-50 on a decisive. Yeah, no, you're indecisive. <laughs> Determined and passionate, depending on what it is, I think, really. Obviously, that probably with most people, they'll be yeah, passionate but, about certain things, but. Like, right in the middle of that, um. Uh... Advocates will rock the boat if they must. Yeah. I'll I think that's true. I'll yeah. rock my boat. <laughs> All right. So, and then altruistic will not engage in any actions or promote beliefs just to benefit themselves. I mean, I'd like to think that I don't do that, but. I think in general, that's pretty true. Everyone wants to benefit themselves sometimes. A little bit, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, advocate weakness, which is sensitive, extremely private, mm. perfectionist, or perfectionistic, mm. uh, yeah. always need to have a cause, yeah. and can burn out easily. Oof, big feels on that one. I th I think the cons are more accurate than the pros. Yeah, the, pr the pros were a little off, but these cons, oof, they got us nailed. <laughs> sensitive, um... Certain I, I guess I'm relatively sensitive. Yeah. Extremely private. That's accurate. For sure. Perfectionistic. That's accurate. For sure. Always need to have a cause. Pretty that's, much. And that's the one that, that's a... That's a good person. They get so caught up in their pursuits that any of the cumbersome tasks that come between them and their ideal vision is deeply unwelcome. Yeah, this is the one about concrete. I, I think this one's more accurate, though. Like, the end. If routine tasks uh, feel like they are getting in the way or worse yet, there is no goal at all, they will feel restless and disappointed. Yeah. I've definitely had that feeling where I'm just like, if I'm not doing this for a reason, why am I doing it? Yeah. So. 
and can burn out easily. Oh, this last one, me. Can I read it? It's me. Yeah, this is you. Their passion, impatience for routine maintenance, idealism, and extreme privacy tend to leave advocates with few options for letting off steam. People with this personality type are likely to exhaust themselves in short order if they don't find a way to balance their ideals with the realities of day-to-day living. Right, that's not what I expected. But I think it's still accurate. It's still pretty accurate. Goes into romantic relationships? Yep. I wish we were different. This would have been so cool if we were different. I don't want to read this one. Ooh, That's friendships? Fine. Friendships. I, I I don't want to read the one about romance as I'm a married man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would actually... I So when I did this originally, I did it with my girlfriend, Brittany. And uh, so we went over like all the, like, the relationship. And we went over all of it together, but including that. Mm-hmm. So. Do you remember what she was? Uh... I do not. I can look and probably ask her as well. But if I were to look, I think... Oh, I do know what she was. She was... Because we actually talked about it when this came up. She was a... Where is it now? Let me find it. No. A defender. Where's that? Very dedicated and warm protectors, always ready to defend their loved ones. A sentinel. Do you, feel, do you feel that way? Do you feel that's accurate? Yeah, I'd say so. Is she going to beat someone up if they try to hurt you? Probably not. Oh. That's a shame. <laughs> I don't expect her to, though, either. So. <laughs> this the friendship, te- the friendship portion of this is actually a lot closer to, to how I feel. Um, <clears throat> the beginning... There's a running theme with advocates, and that is a desire for authenticity and sincerity in their activities, their romantic relationships, and their friendships. People with the advocate personality type are unlikely to go for friendships of circumstance. They avoid situations like workplace social circles or chatting up their local baristas, where the only thing they really have in common is regular contact. That is like spot on. I agree. The only people I enjoy talking... Well, I have friends at work, but I'm not really a social... Well, there's a bit of a social circle, but... Mm-hmm. Like, customers... I, I don't like, like, just casually chatting with customers simply because of this, I guess. that Like, this makes so much sense right now. Like, I'm probably never going to see you again. Yeah. I think... Realistically. I, I very much agree. I think, uh, like, small talk is kind of yeah. more annoying uh, than anything to me. I hate it. Yeah. It, it makes me uncomfortable. I get, like, anxious. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, the weather is nice. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the weather. <laughs> That's how you know when you have nothing else to talk about is when you're talking <laughs> yeah, about the weather. the weather. Uh, I think that's very true, though. Like, uh, that's a difference between my girlfriend and myself. She left a job and still stayed in touch with all those people, and they would get together for, like, events. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, this is very silly. Like, if I left my job, I would never think I'd go back for a social event just because I don't talk to these people. Like, when, when someone gets fired or leaves... Walmart. Yep. Spoiler alert: I work at Walmart. <laughs> and they come back. I'm like, how can you do this to yourself? Yeah. This has to be weird. Like, 
I would I would go shop somewhere else. I'm not kidding. I would not shop at. I would like if I had to go up the road to the Route Nine store. I would 100. <laughs> percent I'd rather drive that extra 15 minutes than step foot back in the Walmart. Just so you don't have to see right. your old employees or your yes. old uh, coworkers. There's certain people that I would be. I would welcome seeing, but it's everyone else. Like if I had to stop and talk to a manager after I recently <laughs> left my job, no, thank you. Get out of here. Yeah. I think this is true. Uh, the next portion where it's closed mm, book and speed yeah. reader. Yes. From the start, Especially it can be a challenge to get to know advocates as they are very private. I'd agree with that. Hmm. Advocate personalities don't readily share their thoughts and feelings, not unless they are comfortable and feel that those around them can be trusted. Since those thoughts and feelings are the basis of for advocate friendships, it can take time and patience to get to know them. Dude. So, and then meanwhile, very insightful, have a particular knack for seeing beyond others' disguises. They are able to interpret others' intentions quickly and easily, and weed out those who deem they deem incompatible. Oh, uh, I think this is very true. My third eye has opened. Dude. <laughs> so this is kind of relevant to something we mentioned uh, last episode when we were talking about mm -hmm. how we met and like we would have been at Matt's and you said you would have been really quiet because you, oh, you didn't know me. So quiet. I would have looked like a rock if you walked in there <laughs> and I, you, wouldn't even, you couldn't even know I was there. Why do you have a human statue in the corner? <laughs> yeah, what, what did gargoyle, gargoyles make their return? What is this decor? So I, I agree. I'm very similar in that. And people think I'm quiet and antisocial when it's more like mm -hmm. I'm only – I guess that's kind of true, but it's more if I know you, like I'll be open. Yes. So – And that's like a meme on the internet, right? Like, yeah. And I've seen it a couple times recently is I'm an introvert until you get to know me, and then I'll talk your ear off like I just did three lines of cocaine. Yeah. And that's that's really true. Like, if I don't know you, I'm, I don't want to talk to you. And it takes time for me to open up. And I said that I've talked to coworkers in the past, and it's like, when I first started there, nobody liked me simply because I wouldn't talk to them, and they all thought I was just an asshole mm -hmm. who didn't want to talk to them because one person said, got the vibe that I thought I was better than everyone else. And I really yeah. just didn't want to talk to anyone because... I'm an advocate. This is this is going to be my new go-to. This is your excuse. Oh, just go to 16personalities.com and do your test, and you'll completely understand me from now on, okay? <laughs> so that's that's true. Um, if you were to interact with someone who I've been around a couple times, not many, mm -hmm. they'll probably be like, oh, he's quiet and antisocial. But yeah. if you ask my girlfriend, she goes, that kid won't shut up. <laughs> Like, I just talk and talk and talk. And even if they're not listening, sometimes I feel like I'm just talking over, like, just continually talking. I'm not antisocial. It's just I have to be somewhat comfortable with the person I'd be talking to. Right. Oh, God. And I think, yeah. I think maybe that has something to do with us actually being friends as well. Yeah, and why we're... Because we're both looking for something not just, like, shallow. I guess we're, we can both see flaws, but I feel like we're both pretty real. Mm -hmm. so. I'm not going to lie. I really just struggled to take my hoodie off. So I wasn't really <laughs> listening. <laughs> That's fine. 
Oh, God. I turned my mic down. I couldn't hear you for a couple <laughs> seconds. It was the whole thing. That's. I wish we had video. That would have been really funny to watch. <laughs> oh, God. And so uh, quickly going over a couple extra things in the friendship. Once a common thread is found, though, people with advocate personality type make loyal supportive companions people with this personality type encourage growth and life enriching experiences with warmth excitement and care yes so all right i think i don't know do you want to go to parenthood or do you want to skip over parenthood i don't what goes yeah oh this goes really in depth dude workplace habits i kind of want to read this the workplace habits one yeah just to see if it confirms what anything that i just said or what i've what I've gone through or what if you've gone through anything like that. <clears throat> I'm just going to go over their uh, career paths quickly before as a segue, I guess, into our workplace. So advocates are likely to find that most corporate career paths are not designed for them, but for those focused on their status and material gain. However, people with this personality are able to find work that suits them in just about any field. That's something I agree with. Um growing up i mean my parents are similar in this aspect and my brother as well where it's uh uh what is it jack of all trades master of none mm-hmm. like i have nothing i'm amazing at i feel like but i'm pretty decent at a lot of things oh, that's not the whole quote hang on that's not the whole quote clickety clackety my name's jackety oh god that didn't work here, while well, you do that, it says, in fact, advocates are likely to face the opposite problem. Many struggle to begin a career early on because they see 10 wildly different paths forward, each with its own set of rewards. This can be appealing, but also heartbreaking because picking just one means letting go of so much else. Can I read you the whole quote now? Yeah. Or, well, supposedly the complete saying, who knows? probably been lost in time but a jack of all trades is a master of none but oftentimes better than a master of one which is very true yes sometimes obviously you know if you need an electrician you're gonna get someone who's the master really good electrician a master electrician yeah you want like thor right you don't want (laughs) you don't want like poseidon trying to come in and do your electrical work yeah or Or it's like I mean, I guess Poseidon would have, like, a special skill as well, just not necessarily electrical. Yeah, like, he could fix your shower and stuff for you. Oh, yeah, he'd be great at that. Yeah. Also, side note, one thing is that Poseidon's also the god of earthquakes. Yeah. What? And horses. Yeah. Yeah. Water horses. (laughs) Exactly. That's just what you think of when you think of Poseidon. Yeah. Earthquakes and horses. Mm Mm-hmm. Them men's were weird back then. <laughs> I feel like they just had a couple like extra things, yeah. and they're like, uh, "Poseidon could take those." Yeah. How do we explain? How did horses get here? Oh, probably Poseidon. Yeah, he, he fits. Well, uh, Hera is like the goddess, the goddess of fertility. So like her animal is a cow, which is interesting. Could have been a horse, you know. <laughs> take take from that what you will. Wink. Okay, workplace hab- habits. Did you want to go into this? Did it yeah, relate? Uh, I, the first part didn't. The first part useless. To, don't read that part. Mm-hmm. But the second part, as a subordinate, because that's what I currently am. Mm-hmm. I'm a lowly little subordinate. As subordinates, advocates are likely to do poorly with strict rules, formal structures, and routine tasks. 
people with the advocate personality type value cooperation and sensitivity, the more open-minded and personal their manager style is, and the more they feel their personal input is considered, the happier they'll be. Uh, advocates act on their convictions, so when they do something, it's something that has meaning to them. If those actions come under criticism, especially the unwarranted kind, their morale is likely to tank spectacularly. I can relate to that. I don't <clears throat> like the strict rules part. I mean, some of the rules are stupid. Come on. Yeah. But they're in place so that they don't get their sued to death, essentially, and go bankrupt because mm -hmm. someone falls through a pallet and breaks their ankle. Um, but like the formal structures are annoying. And the routine tasks I don't agree with. I really tasks of where I work personally, mm -hmm. even though I don't technically have to do them because of my position. When I'm asked to do them, I thoroughly enjoy doing like the things that department managers have to do, price changes and section work. Yeah. I love doing it. I yeah. don't know why I do, but I love doing it. And like um, the past department manager that I worked under, he hated doing price, price changes and section work. And I was like, why? It just, it's, it, it's, it kills time. It's, simple it's maybe it's maybe there's more to it than that than why he didn't like it maybe it's just because i like it so much i'm like how can you not like it maybe it's one of those things mm -hmm. but i really enjoy doing the routine tasks um, yeah i feel like a lot of my job is like a i guess you call it a routine task it's very similar work over and over and over again mm -hmm. um i don't know some of the stuff is just like not accurate yeah like and the colleagues uh the second paragraph advocates are likely to place more importance on working together over efficiency encouraging hard work and helping others when needed while this is usually a strength there's a risk that others will take advantage of advocates desire to get things done oh i, I don't feel that dude i do not i rather have efficiency than working together ow dude my whole thing though with that is like if you give two people an hour-long task each so how do i want to word this i've done this so many times in my head and it makes sense and now i'm going to say it out loud and it doesn't make sense so. <laughs> but like if you give someone or <clears throat> two people do the same task yep and it takes half the time to do it if one person did it right mm-hmm and then they have time to do the task that the other person was assigned. Yeah. And they still get it done. If those, like, there's certain degrees, but if you are two people, I specifically can relate to this because we've, I've had many a manager uh, speak to me about this because <laughs> I do it a lot with my other coworkers. I'm like, I'll help you with this. And if I help you with this, you can help me with this and we'll get it done right and it'll take the same amount of time because we're you know we're cutting the time in half but then you match it together and it adds up to the same amount yep as long as you get it done that makes sense that almost in a way does seem like efficiency to me though yeah it's still efficient that's what i mean like if yeah. you're doing it and you're sticking around and you don't get it done then you're gonna get yelled at but like we were getting we were getting yelled at even though we were getting our work done and we're like wait a minute that don't make sense why are you yelling at me when i <laughs> Man, yeah.
what the what? conclusion we're almost done yep i mean we are about uh 36 minutes in so i think we're doing okay yeah. a conclusion will be good though it'll be a good recap here yeah. also i'd like to just side side note that the uh we both got the advocate and the little character they have is a wizard it is a wizard so i'm I pretty i was pretty stoked on that it's pretty cool. I mean, the next um, coolest one is none of them, honestly. <laughs> I mean, the the protagonist is kind of cool because he's got a sword. Yeah, he's a knight, but we're a wizard. Yeah, we beat him. <laughs> wizard beats knight. That's Common a fact. Math. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. <gasps> Tyler. What? Uh. All right. So. Hang on. Wait a minute. What? Our podcast is now on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, that's that's what I was pretty... gonna say. I was gonna go into that. <laughs> Uh, okay, cool breaking news here. We'll edit that in. We just got a notification through email where our podcast will now be available on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, the, the purple app on your iPhone there. Yes, the um, app. So that's exciting. That's awesome. That's really cool. That is very cool. So if you're not listening on Apple and that's your preferred platform, if you're listening on Spotify just because it's where we're available, first of all, we appreciate you for going out of your way to listen to us but you're the best but we can simplify it now you can go back to your your little purple icon which is personally what i use so i think it works great mm. well i use spotify so whatever <laughs> but that's that's awesome <sighs> that's really cool yeah so it should be on the itunes store over the next few hours but by the time you hear this it should be out yes obviously so uh Going to the conclusion, however, of The Advocate. Um, few personality types are as passionate and mysterious as advocates. As someone with this personality type, your imagination and empathy make you someone who cherishes their integrity in deeply held principles. Unlike many other idealistic types, however, you are also capable of turning those ideals into plans and executing them. Um, goes in negative stuff. We'll skip that. Whoa. The negative stuff is the stuff that's been right. Really? That's true. Did you want to read that? No, I was just kidding. Oh. That one wasn't. Oh, <laughs> I tricked you. Um, but what you read so far is an introduction and less than 5% of what we can tell you. They so, just want our money now. Yeah, that, now they're just going to it. I don't know. I'm kind of... I don't know. I'm pretty. I'm happy with the information I got from this. Yeah, some of it is. <clears throat> I, I think that's going to be true no matter what personality type you are, just because we still vary person to person. Right. But this uh, is, I really like this quote. Can I read this quote? Yeah. In the end, it's your actions, how you respond to circumstance, that reveals your character, and that's from uh, Kate. Blanchett, I hope I'm pronounced yeah, correct. their name correctly. I really like that quote. I think that's a beautiful quote. That is a good quote. I agree. Hmm. I feel like that's a good way to end it off that quote. Uh, now they just want money. I mean, there's also inside of the day over here, which is advocates are the most likely personality type to describe themselves as people watchers. Oh, I love people watching. As do I. <laughs> That's a good time. One of my favorite things to do. 
That's why I think that's why I really like New York City because Ooh, there's so really. many people to watch. Did you read the core theory about the two different types of advocates? Because I just found this. Is it the? Oh, I have it here as well. That yeah, that was the uh, at least the general. I skipped a lot of it, but okay. I did the general differences. Cool beans. Oh, there's an optimist or pessimist survey. Interesting. <gasps> Can we'll do that? We'll save that for a later date. That's fine. Wait a minute. Wait, it oh, looks like the man. same thing. I don't that know. Might be. Alrighty. So that kind of that can lead us into the next topic, diving more into introverts and extro extroverts. Correct. Yep. Uh, being that we are both introverts, we, I th I would like to go over the topic that actually brought this up that you had brought yes. to me is that uh mm. the I'm gonna put it in quotes because it's what people would refer to as a social battery. Yes. Um, mm. being that we start the day with like a, a full battery. Hmm. And then the more interaction we have, it, it lowers and lowers and lowers. Yeah, it drains. Yep. Um, uh, do you have this like this feeling or this? I don't know. Do you feel like this often that you like you're full in the morning and then by the end of the day you're kind of drained? Not really. Mm -hmm. I, I guess to tell the story that brought this topic up. In more clarity, because we kind of breezed over it at the beginning. Um, I had never experienced anything like this before. I, I've always known that I was an intro, not as a child, but as I've gotten older and gotten uh, acquainted with the term, looking back, I've always been an introvert. Um, but I was at my parents' anniversary party the other day, and it was at uh, a bar and it was a really nice party and i was really happy i went and as it went on i wasn't even there for very long i was probably only there so i got there at like six and we left it a little i was there for i was there for less than two hours and i don't know what it was that made me feel this way but it, i was there for like an hour and a half and i just felt so tired mm -hmm. so 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 tired I was like, Alyssa, can we please go home? <laughs> like, I really just want to go home. So we ate, we ate dinner, and then we went home. And I had never felt that before, and I never truly understood the idea of a social battery until this came up. Yep. And I hope it doesn't happen again because I really didn't like it <laughs> at all. Like, I'd prefer if it just stayed locked up. Where wherever it was before that happened, it can go right back there, and it can stay there. Mm-hmm. Have you have you ever had have you ever experienced your social battery draining to zero? I've mine had to be at zero or close to it. I don't know if I've ever had it affect me as much as you say that you had experienced. Um I definitely have and I definitely get drained in social like bigger social events like that. Um mm -hmm. like something like your wedding it didn't I, it didn't hit me too bad i think there was a lot of excitement there as well though yeah um as well as maybe some alcohol i don't know <laughs> yeah alcohol probably helped that's true but i definitely have been in situations where I've, it's drained me and I, i'm just i'm just pooped by the time i'm done um but definitely not to the extent that you had 
had said that you had it, so. Mm-hmm. It is definitely interesting that, I mean, maybe it's a mental, almost like a mental exercise to be in that kind of event. Yeah, that's probably a good way to look at it. And a, a lot of the people, I, I knew them, like I knew who a lot of them were, but I didn't know any of them. And I, this partially goes in back into what we just talked about being an advocate yep. personality type is I didn't know anyone well enough other than, you know, my brother was there. I had Alyssa with me. Um, Brendan ended up showing up. So I had people I could talk to, but before they all got there, it was a bunch of my parents' friends who knew me when I was little that I haven't talked to in I don't even I couldn't tell you the last time I talked to really any of them. Yeah. So I I just felt out of place. Yep. Like I like I shouldn't be there even though it was something that I had to be there for. Like it was, my parents were renewing. I'm so happy I was there for it. It was it was really beautiful. I'm really happy I was because originally I wasn't actually able to go. I was scheduled to work that day. Yeah, but luckily I was able to um, work, go into work early, and I was able to go. And I'm super grateful that I was. And that'll be a memory that I'll have for the rest of my life. But aside from that part, I just didn't feel like I should be there in that setting. Yeah. I um. So I kind of I don't know if you're similar this way, um, but. Even just in that kind of situation, you're you're just looking around, assessing everything almost constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, very similar to how we mentioned that the personality type we have is like a, a people watcher type, um, as well as going back to last episode, the inner monologue. So yeah. I know in that in that situation, it would have been for to me personally, it would have been like constantly just being aware of everything that's going on. Or like doing my best to do that, and then my my mind, my inner monologue, just ranting, just going on and on and on. Yeah. Um, which I know definitely becomes tiring after a while. For sure. I don't even know how to explain it. I wish I could. I wish I had a better why it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it could just be because everyone there was apparently extroverts i don't know weirdos talking to each other and stuff who does that what's going on here yep. leave leave me alone don't 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 speak to me um so i have an article here about okay. introverts and extroverts yeah and it says and this is a recent article it was published uh february 14th of 2019 so last year around yep, this about time. a year actually ago. almost exactly a year ago yeah so it's pretty recent it says according to psychology today there is 50 to 74 percent of the population is extroverts so literally they outnumber us yep which is a problem yes <laughs> Like, I guess. Can it? Can we? Can we flip it? 
Can we get someone with like an Uno reverse card and just <laughs> flip the tables? Because that's not fair. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, I think that could change. I think introverts with technology being the way it is mm. and, and gaming yeah. and whatnot, I think it is becoming more prevalent. We're we're cultivating them. We're growing more. <laughs> yes. Where there's actually people who don't leave their house now. You don't have to go out. You don't have to buy groceries. Mm. You can have groceries delivered. You don't have to buy anything in a store, really. You have Amazon. You have mm. mo- most of the main retailers also have websites that have two-day shipping or in certain places, same-day shipping. Yeah. Um, Walmart's going to actually start delivering. Like, we're going to have delivery people, and we're going to deliver stuff to houses. Yep. That's... uh soon like in the next couple months yeah that's a pretty common thing i mean obviously we're not in a big city where we Mm -hmm. don't see these but it is somewhat relevant it is very relevant in where if you're closer to like a larger population Mm -hmm. where i mean there's what's there's an app that people use for that there's an app for everything that's kind of like the joke there's an app for that yep um so that's just the thing i think the whole introvert thing is becoming more popular i would assume mm-hmm. and as people's social skills decline oh now what is your take on that do you think that's a good thing or do you think that's a bad thing <sighs> obviously it doesn't have to be black and white there can be you can think it's good in certain ways and bad in certain ways but i just want to know your opinion on that for my personal well-being i would enjoy it more if less people wanted to talk to me Mm -hmm. so i guess it could be a good thing but i think for the overall health of the world um it's the more people skills that people have the better we are going to be as a society Mm -hmm. right um when i'm at work i know i said earlier like i I hate small talk and blah blah. i do enjoy talking to people to a certain extent Mm -hmm. um but I don't like, like you said, when it gets to the point where it's like, how about the weather? Like, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. But the initial, like, there's certain things, there's certain people skills that everyone needs. And with, with the way technology is advancing, like you said, um, we are literally cultivating introverts. Like, before, you know, the telephone well we can we can go back that far mm-hmm. the only way you could talk to someone was in person or you wrote them a letter yeah and it took a really long time for people to get that letter yeah so your best bet was to go talk to somebody you know the communities were probably probably were more tight-knit and then as you know the telephone came out and then internet and then once the internet came out and mobile phones could become a thing. Mm-hmm. Then gaming platforms jumped on the internet, you know, so you can literally, like you said, not leave your house, but you can talk to someone for 24 hours throughout the day mm-hmm. if you so choose to. Um, I don't think as a society that's necessarily the healthy, healthiest thing that can happen. But for me personally, I would be a happier human being. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have to see anyone for the rest of my life, I think. So, I'm not sure where I stand. Yeah. 
I mean, it's I a think good, it, bad thing. I think it's it is bad, definitely good a good, a good, bad, bad, good thing. Mm -hmm. Um. So I actually was thinking about this, and I I just did a little little clickety clack search. So, oh, yes. <laughs> um, I think because of the lack of communication we're having in one in one way, it definitely could affect us. Is actual relationships, not just friendships, but also. Um, romantic relationships mm -hmm. and what in turn very similar if you look at japan they mm -hmm. pretty much the a lot of men in japan they go to work and they go home and they don't leave their apartment they don't have interaction <laughs> <laughs> they don't have interaction with really other humans much um to the point where I'm sure you've heard of the services where it's like you can basically FaceTime and have dinner with someone. Like you pay someone to have dinner with you over FaceTime. Um, but yes. in turn, like something that would happen is that the rate at which children are being born is mm -hmm. is is actually declining. Um, I pulled up that as well. That's so, not a bad thing. So that's actually what I was saying. So that's another good bad thing. So obviously, there's a concern that we're producing at too high of a rate, and mm -hmm. we're almost like parasites on the earth, just draining of its resources. Yeah. Uh, however, it says there's an article here that says U.S. birth rate is lowest in 32 years. So that's just something i brought up that's another aspect of not having that that social interaction mm -hmm. i mean that's that's a that's a good thing if mm -hmm. this leads to less people being born then we're on the right track yeah in my opinion obviously but, to a certain extent if there's a point where no one's having kids oh that's the perfect number <laughs> that's awful zero percent zero percent new human beings the world would be a better place all right, let's. I mean, I don't necessarily agree. I want, I want to have some kids. I don't. We're a plague. <laughs> We're gonna die anyway. There's gonna be another cataclysmic event. It's happened before. It'll happen again. There's no way to avoid it. We'll die. I mean, we won't. We'll already be dead. But the human race will die. Yeah. It's sorry to. I mean, if point. I just bursted somebody's bubble, I apologize. <laughs> But I mean, if there's dinosaurs, you think they they were definitely stronger than we are. So yeah, they were. <laughs> they, they're all gone. So harder, stronger. Yeah, they out of here. Well, there's some. I mean, like there's dinosaur aged sharks, and uh, such. I suppose. But, no. Also, mm -hmm. another thing we need to get into. Dinosaurs? I mean, you mentioned it yes. briefly, and that it's like the, uh, not necessarily this episode. I'm just saying in the future. Um, mm -hmm. You had mentioned the. Um, the whole oceanography thing yes and like the bottom of the ocean definitely interested in getting into that one of these days mm -hmm. um just because you said like dinosaur aged sharks megalodons mm -hmm. are something i've been interested in for a long time okay do I you think, think that do you think they still exist i mean it's possible there's people that think they do do you think they do uh at one point i did but I've seen some reputable scientists say that it's physically impossible, and I'm kind of leaning towards believing them. I mean, I don't know. I I don't want to. I, I of course would love to believe that, like the Loch Ness monster is real. The 
Megalodons are real. Sasquatch exists. Like, I would love to believe that, and, and sometimes it's very hard to believe that. Yeah. I think... Especially when there's certain shows that just make it non-believable, right? Yeah. Like, Finding Sasquatch. <laughs> Go away. I'm glad you... I hope you don't exist anymore. I, uh... And this is coming from me, who... Matt and I, when we were in fourth and fifth grade, we'd sit in the library and look at books uh, about the Bermuda Triangle, mm-hmm. Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, mm-hmm. and we are both like, when we grow up, we're gonna journey, travel together, and figure out these mysteries. Obviously, the Bermuda Triangle thing was apparently they figured it out. Where it's a spoiler alert, isn't it? A giant rock. <laughs> it's like a um, rock with a magnetic pole or something. Yeah, there's there's a really strong magnetic field in that area. I don't know. I don't know what causes it. It could be a rock that's way. It's not as cool as like aliens or something, but. I'll accept it if that's what they say. But yeah, it's some some absolutely destructive magnetic field that just demolishes things. And then another ep- another topic that we'll get into, I'm sure. Uh, we have so many cuz we're new. Yeah. Um conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Cuz they say it's a, a rock with a magnetic pole. But yeah, are they just they trying say. to cover up that there's ghost pirates out there? Yeah. I've seen Scooby Doo. I've seen that episode. <laughs> You can't fool me. No. Yeah, there's I mean there's so much. Um so much to talk about. Definitely. And uh so much. Of course, if anyone has topics, as we mentioned in the beginning of the show, you can contact us through mm-hmm. various ways. Various, lots of ways. Uh but I think it was very interesting to go over the personality types and and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Did you have anything else to add on on any of that? I wish we were different personality types. <laughs> that I think, but maybe we're like... friends because we're the same. Yeah, maybe. I well, we should get our other friends to take this test. I agree. And see what they are. Yeah, force them to. I think so. I think that'd be a good Bye. idea. And then... An ultimatum: take this test, or we're not friends anymore. <laughs> And if they do it, then, you know, we can still be friends, regardless of what they get. True. But uh, I think I think it'd be interesting to, uh, we'll try and get, we'll try and get one of our friends on, at least one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are going to hear us, they're going to keep hearing us talk about them, and then they're going to be like, hey, do you really have, are you guys doing this podcast because you don't have friends? <laughs> Shut up! And yeah, it's like, don't hurt our feelings like that. <laughs> I think I think Matt would be the appropriate one to get on first, just because I mean I'm not saying it's gonna happen he, that he's first, but mm-hmm. just because he was kind of the bridge that connected you and I. Yeah, yeah the the bridge to Terabithia. Sure, sure. <laughs> I like that movie. I watched that movie recently with Alyssa and I cried. Dude, I cried. I did not. I did not cry when I was little. I cried. I cried when I was little, and I probably would cry now. Really sad. Really good movie, though. Real good movie. Ah, I don't want to talk about it. I'll cry. I'll literally <laughs> just start crying right now. All right. Well, I think that's where we're wrap. We'll wrap up this episode then. Yeah. Call just so tears. Just so you don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> I cry every time. Uh... All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode two of the Thought Grenade podcast. We, uh... As we mentioned, we 
would like to have your input. We accept voice messages. We have a Facebook page. We have a Twitters, and those will all be linked in the episode description. Uh, mm-hmm. We will be coming to Apple Podcasts soon, soon. if not already, which is exciting. Um, do you have anything you'd like to plug, Colin? Um, I wanna. I do want to shout out. I don't. I'm doing this because I told him I was gonna do this. I almost forgot about it. Um, Ryan. I used to work with Ryan. And he's the first person that messaged me and was like, hey, I'm listening to your podcast. Kind of cool. So he's our first listener, I think. Other so than ourselves. Out to Ryan. Other than ourselves, yeah. He's the first person that openly said, I'm listening to your podcast. So we appreciate you specifically. We appreciate Thank everyone. That's true. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. Uh, um, did you want to plug your social media or anything? We can have links uh, we can. in the description to our personals as well or – those are you can find our personals right on the the thought grenade podcast yep pages. Uh, my twitter's at t kelsey 1323 capital c capital k again it'll be in the description click it you can follow me i don't my twitter used to be very exclusive i used to follow like no one mm-hmm. only followed or i didn't accept followers essentially and i only followed pages but you know follow me you'll see not much except for when the podcast goes live you'll see that a lot that's a that's a good place to follow if you if you use twitter for updates then follow colin follow myself follow the the thought grenade uh, uh twitter yeah. that's the word yeah. mm-hmm. you can follow me uh on twitter at tyler underscore mccullen all under all lowercase it's last name is m-c-c-u-l-l-l-e-n but as I said, you you can find us at, at Grenade Thought on Twitter, yeah, Thought Grenade Podcast on Facebook, and all your links will be in the description as well. So mm-hmm. that ends this episode, and we look forward to blowing your minds next week. Goodbye. <laughs>